Welcome to Credit Union Joe is Disrupted with Josh. Is it recording? Today we're joined by Josh Banta, Vice President with DBE Data Business Equipment. Josh, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks, Joe. Awesome. Let's learn three things we should know about you. Lightning round. Favorite food? Uh, you know what? I'm kind of a novice pit master. I started uh, smoking meats about two years ago, so I'd have to go with brisket. Ooh, nice. Favorite movie? Oh, uh, I'm a child of 80s and 90s, so I probably got to go to Tommy Boy. I'm a big Chris Farley fan, but I'll also say if I'm watching TV on the weekends and Annie Bourne movie is on, probably not going to change the channel. I'm stuck there for a couple hours. Love it. And if you weren't helping make the credit union difference, what would you be doing for a living? Uh, that's kind of funny, too. Um, uh, I think Josh Cook and I have talked about this. Like Nobody sets out to do what they're really doing these days, and, and I can't tell you that my my 16-year-old self thought vice president of a banking uh, equipment company was a good idea. So, uh, if this thing runs out, I'm probably, uh, going in the restaurant business, maybe craft beer and, and barbecue or something. Love it. Well, hey, I got this question for you. Wait, two questions. I do have a question for you, even though I know this doesn't pertain to anything, uh, um, related to the creating world. So you're talking about smoking meats. So if you have burnt ends, what happens to the rest of the meat? You just slice the rest that. of the brisket. Huh? Yeah. You, you just slice the rest of the brisket. Yeah, but the burnt that's, that's the basically the part, tip right? of the brisket. It is absolutely. If you're going to a restaurant, that's what I'm ordering. Is the burnt you just ends. feed it to the you feed it to the dog or something? The remainder. <laughs> God, no, they're too expensive for that. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, the other question. Other question, just because this has been in my head lately. You know, like, would you rather kind of thing? So, um, and I won't even get into where it came up and what group, but so would you rather be able to have the ability to walk onto any plane and pilot it, any plane, Ooh. or step onto any boat? Now think of any boat and be able to captain it. Hmm. I think I'm an air travel guy. I think I'd go with the plane. That's where, see, that's but, where my head goes. But I know you're with, a boat guy, so. No, my head goes to the plane generally, and I always would have said that, but then I started thinking, wait a minute. I can get anywhere in the world for the most part on the boat too, right? And if I yeah. can captain any boat, I'm talking like some big-ass boat, right? I could take it through the Caribbean to other parts of the world. Oh, yeah. and, and on the, and on the journey, yeah, and on the journey, I have this amazing Very boat. True. See what I'm saying? Like, I'm still Very in the true. air on this. Yeah plane that's not going to be as cool as the boat see it seems the speed of the of the big boats would just wouldn't interest me just take too long but 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 because it's like a floating resort perhaps you don't care how fast you're going true True. yeah well i don't probably have it to yourself i'm just saying you might be wrong on that answer you should think about it do you have an actual question i'll give it some thought we doing this all morning or do you have an actual yeah no i mean we could just do this but what i'd like to know is if if josh can help us set the stage we're to talk about itms today uh, yeah. Set the stage and help explain exactly what is an ITM. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, so essentially, uh, ITM stands for Interactive Teller Machine. That's that's just uh, another acronym that our industry loves to throw around because we love acronyms so much. Um, but we've taken the best of of the ATM, which everybody's very familiar with, and added a video component to it. So uh, if you would like a teller to drive that transaction, if you need additional assistance, you can touch the screen and have the teller uh, participate in that transaction rather than just doing that in a self-service environment. Do people like that? Do you think they do? I mean, the average uh, customer or member of a credit union like to go up and see somebody on the screen? Um, I think if it's in a familiar environment where you expect a person, I, I, I believe they do. Uh, I think the deployment of that is very, is very strategic in nature and how you position that to your membership uh, matters. Um, if it's a, hey, we're trying to cut back and we just want you to do this for us because it's better for us, it probably is not going to be a winner. But we do see the, the adoption rates once someone has tried it once and, and sees that familiar face and gets got good quality service in a fast and efficient environment, it, it does tend to stick. What, what do you How see as ITM? a... Oh, 
Sorry, go ahead. No, Joe, let's hear a, let's hear a crappy question. Okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> uh, well, no, talk, so on that, talk a little bit about the member experience. Like, so how are ITMs sure. changing brick and mortar uh, for yeah. credit unions? Yeah, I mean, ITMs were designed to to manage the routine, right? So, so anytime we can take a routine transaction and move it to a more efficient channel, that's a win. Um, a lot of the, uh, what we see in the branch in the brick and mortar experience is, is really enabling those staff members, uh, that are still there to be able to handle the more, uh, the exceptions, right? It's exception banking. So anytime we can move the more routine to a more efficient channel, um, that frees up the staff that's in that location to be more available, uh, to the membership, whether it's a Q and a, whether it's, I want, I'm looking at a new product, uh, I've got a life changing event, whatever that is you you've now made those people more available uh to the membership to handle that in person i haven't heard exception uh making very often that's a great term i i got a question for you how how do credit unions screw up itms how do you see them screw up itms um it's not a top-down strategy it's a uh it's a it, it's the it's the latest iphone it's uh we're going to give this a shot um it, it really is too expensive to play around with it's not a toy um, so I think, I think that's where we see missteps is there's not a full blown, uh, reasoning and strategy around why we're doing it, uh, and then driving that all the way through to the result. You, so, you know, uh, listen to somebody from yesterday, we were at a, a Carolina's Credit League event mm -hmm. and, and somebody from Chick-fil-A spoke and, uh, the comment nice. was on 80, the 80, 20 principle, right? The Pareto principle, mm -hmm. but they use 80, 20 as the idea that 80% of most businesses do the same thing as some other business. We, we right. do the same functions, have the same function. You got to function, you got to focus on the 20%. So my question on ITMs is if, if by and large credit unions are credit unions, right? If we're just talking about credit unions, uh, they all have the same product service, everything else. And then right. you, then you put an ITM in, um, how, how do you, how do you still differentiate yourself and use an ITM or is an ITM not able, can you not differentiate if you have an ITM and now you're just the same as everybody else? Well, I think, you know, using that same 80-20, we're still very much under 20% adoption uh, in the credit union industry when it comes to ITMs. I think credit unions have probably, they're probably outpacing uh, other financial institutions when it comes to moving towards that technology, because I think credit unions seem to be more willing uh, to take a chance, um, take that risk. But um, from a differentiation, it, it, the, the ITM itself is not a differentiator, in my opinion. It's, it's what you do with it. It's the extension of hours. It's the availability. It's the location. It's, it's those type of things that you take the technology and make that be part of your strategy or enable your, your overall strategy rather than saying this technology is going to solve all my problems. Uh, the technology is just an enabler to, to solving your business problems and, and creating that value when it comes to your membership. Is it possible? Okay. Oh, Sorry, real quick, real quick. Devil's advocate. <laughs> is it does uh, do are there are there credit unions that uh, uh, swiftly move to ITMs because they just can't hire good people to uh, articulate their brand in the teller line? I've heard that. I've heard that directly from CEOs. Yes, is is we are having trouble staffing branches, so we need to do this as a as a straight uh, staffing play. Absolutely. So DB yeah, doesn't want to does get happen. rid of tellers altogether. You know, it's funny uh, that that's a, I, we hear that a lot is, is why do you want to get rid of tellers? And, and we've been uh, DBE as a company has been marketing uh, ITMs to uh, community FIs for probably going on eight years now. Um, and back in 2014, I penned an article called uh, ITMs, the uh, a teller's salvation in a digital world. Like we all know the teller job is going away, right? Like it's another manual process that will be automated at some point in time. And so 
I personally feel like ITMs is adding technology to the teller's role and allowing them to serve multiple branches, allowing them to handle advanced transactions, allowing them to just answer questions uh, in a much more efficient environment that makes the teller role uh, last longer than it probably would have without, without technology enablement. So um, are, are tellers repurposed as part of an ITM strategy in most cases? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're just saying that you're just saying that to make people feel good. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about staff reduction, you know, except for the CFO. Except for the CFO, right? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah nobody was. Yo, know, but the crazy part. What if? What if you have? Okay, all right, all right. Let's be real. So, what about putting IT? If your offices or your branches already feel mm-hmm. uh, about the sterile level of a funeral home, and you put yep. ITMs in, right? Are you just? Are you just? Uh, going with the same funeral home you, reference. Are you just delaying you, the death of the branch anyway? You're you're going to expect about 10 to 15% adoption in that lobby location if you don't change that experience in some fashion. Yeah, we, we've seen that time and time again. And, and I would tell you that um, my sales team sometimes calls me the, the uh, head of the order prevention department because I will tell people that. Like, guys, if you don't change what you're doing here and, and you're purely trying to put a machine where the teller line was um, – it's not a winning strategy. It's not going to work. You've got, you've got to reinvent that branch into some other function uh, and let the technology do what it does, which is automate the routine. So what would that other function, what's a, what's a good best practice example of what do you surround an ITM with? Um, we, we like to see like a digital zone in the branch. So whether that's, you know, pushing your, your mobile and online experience, pushing, pushing the, the transactions to ITMs because they can be self-service at some point. Um, enabling those conversational areas. Uh, I always pr- prefer to see a branch, like I'm going to trip over the stuff that does the routine transactions as soon as I come in the door. And as I move further into the branch, I'm further engaged, right? Uh, by the time I get to the back of it, I'm doing a very complex transaction that requires an expert. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's what we like to see. Or that's what we advocate for. Um, anything outside the branch is just going to be uh, a routine transaction. I drive up to your drive up. I'm just going to, I'm there to cash a check or get some money. Like I'm, I'm not there to talk about a mortgage loan. I'm going to go inside for that. Yeah. Are you finding that ITMs are enhancing other channels or like, how does that interact with, you know, the broader credit union strategy? Yeah, that's a good question too. I think, um, I, I think we're often posed with that question from the stamp standpoint of it's an either or, and it, and it's just simply not. Um, uh, there's a dirty word in, in banking called omni-channel that gets thrown around way too much and means different things to many different people. But um, I, I don't think you can be really good at one channel and expect to win. So consumers are, are picky. Uh, like they want to do what they want to do today because that's how they feel today. And so it's up to the credit union to decide where they spend their dollars and what that investment is as to what the mix of those channels is. Um, but I do think there's a play down the road of moving towards more connected experiences and bringing some of those channels together. And, and truly omni-channel to me means I can start and finish in any channel. Uh, that transaction is, is transparent across the, the FI uh, to where it doesn't matter where I start it. I can finish it in the branch. I can start it online. I can finish in the branch. I can start in the branch. I can finish online. Uh, those type of things. So, Why are credit unions buying more ITMs? Right now, it's a bit of an emotional play. We've, we've got some folks that, are, that have been stung. Uh, branches didn't run that well when they were closed. Um, so we're seeing some, some emotional buying around that and, and kind of uh, filling out the business continuity plan, if you will. Um, but we're also just seeing a continuation of technology. I, I think it's just how do, we, how do we continue to transform the branch to be the advice center that it needs to be in the future? 
So I, so I think that's most that, of the strategy that we see today. That's where you see why they're buying. Why? That's funny. Gosh, it takes down a different rabbit hole that they, when the branches were closed, they weren't running very well. Who saw that coming? The, uh, right. uh, do, do you feel like that? Uh, I'm not even going to ask. I just feel like that's because you have, uh, uh, un, unfairly, there's several credit unions or a few credit unions, I think, out there that don't take accountability as seriously as they should, um, okay. you know, across all channels. But so why aren't other ones buying them? Um, it's hard for me to say that. I mean, I think it, cost is a prohibitive factor. I mean, it can be, um, there's not always the best ROI and you don't always do it because of an ROI either. Um, again, if it's a strategy enabler, you're willing to spend on that. You don't necessarily have to see a hundred percent return. Um, some people just aren't forward thinking. I mean, if we, if we look at the customer base, the, the credit union base, I mean, some are just going to continue to do traditional banking because they think that's what their membership still wants, you know? Um, and, and they might, their, their, their most important thing on their, on their annual meeting agenda is what are we having for dinner? I mean, they do you think that's what their membership really wants. Do you think it is? You know what I mean? I've, I've heard that before. No, it's because they don't think they have choices, right? Well, they don't no, think they have choices. What their membership wants, you know, you go back and be like, no, no, no. Our members want to want a hitching post and they want free buggy whips with every account. Right now. They want, yeah. Okay. Come on. Give me a break. And, and, and there's, don't you think there's a little bit of, of two of just, just we're, you, the financial industry in general is risk adverse. So why, right. why do I want to risk uh, taking 80% of my transactions and moving them to a new channel that I'm not sure everybody's going to love? Uh, now, I think making that decision in 2020 versus 2013 is a completely different ballgame. But you, but you know what I hate plenty of data out there now. But I know, but you know what I hate about the decision being made in 2020, like purely being made. I get the idea mm -hmm. of an acceleration perhaps, but just sure. purely being made that, oh, now we've decided this technology is viable in 2020. Man, I think that's such a BS uh, time to think about it, right? Because yeah. what I, I guess my question is, is do enough financial institutions, so I'll open up to banks, I guess, as well, know who they are and why they exist versus yeah. what they are? You know what I mean? Like, of course, you're a credit, of course, you're a bank. Right. But who are you and why are you? If you don't have that defined, you should yeah. never buy an ITM. You should never buy another. You should never buy any technology. Anything. Yeah, any anything. Technology. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I totally agree. And I just don't know that that, that is part of the conversation uh, in, in a lot of the FIs that we play in. And I, I have to be a little bit political here because I still need to work with all those other folks. But, but having that brand essence and understanding who you are um, drives the strategy for an ITM play, right? I mean, you, you're not going to get there without one. And so where we see people struggle is, is the lack of the strategy on the front end. And, and we try to drive that, but we can't create that for right. them, right? No, so, no, and, and I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I will give you a ton of kudos that uh, to be the, the order killer, if you will, or <laughs> at times, because I, I mean, I think you're right. I mean, the last thing you want to do, though, I mean, truly somebody that does care is want to uh, give a solution or sell a solution that you know is going to become a strategy. But you know what? I'll say it. I'll say it. I think that there's a lot of especially credit unions out there that think they exist for service. They have no idea what service really means, and they don't realize that service has evolved to the point that it's only table stakes and experience is what matters. Service yeah. is BS. You don't care about it. It's bad. You go to McDonald's, I swear to God, and I guarantee you all three of us on your, if you, if you deny this, you're a liar. If you, <laughs> how many times have you gone to McDonald's or, or pick your favorite fast food or, or right. whatever you go there, you put in your order, right? You go to the drive up, especially if there's a few of you in there or kids are with you. And then you mm -hmm. get it out the window. How many times they screw up your order? Does it happen? Has it ever happened? Oh yeah. It oh, happens. Yeah. Right. And then here's what's even better. How many times do you think, hey, check the bag quick, check the bag, make sure it's mm -hmm. not screwed up because you, you expect them you're to screw it up it. And, yeah. and you're getting bad yeah. service and you still go back and you still go still back. Go back. Yeah. So service yeah. is BS as a word. So I just don't think enough institutions is not just fair to create a lot of businesses 
have truly given enough thought to who are they? Why yeah. do they exist? Because if you don't do that, I don't know how you, it'd be so hard to build strategy. Yeah. Well, so I think that apply, that even applies to our company. I mean, we can all say we differentiate on service, right? I mean, so what? I, I agree with you. So what? Uh, you got to have something more than that. Got to yeah. be something more than that. All right. I want to pull us back a little bit high level. Uh, so I know ITMs are uh, still, you know, in the early stages, uh, but what comes next? What's after the ITM? Yeah. I, I'd like to think we're getting closer to that hockey stick um, bell curve. You know, it's definitely been uh, a slow adoption. We've been at it for about eight years. We just hit our 40th um, uh, customer that's purchased ITM. So, and, and we don't deal in a tremendously large trade area. I mean, we're in Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri. So, so not a huge base um, when you look at the, the overall country and the metropolitan and the, you know, the population centers. But um, I think what we're going to see, and this has been definitely been accelerated this year, just based on R&D at, at the manufacturer level, um, we're going to see more connected experiences. I'll keep using that term, I guess. So uh, ways to pre-stage transactions, um, additional connections to credit union assets, uh, meaning the core uh, integrations that are coming. Um, and then I think, you know, I think the really the big win here is getting the membership comfortable with the technology so that they begin to service themselves. I mean, that's really what this is about. And, and I've called ITMs a bridge technology for a very long time is we've got to familiarize folks with the technology first before we expect them to use it on a regular basis. And so, you know, the example of, of everybody, everybody's so high on mobile deposit and well, why, why would I ever buy an ITM when I can just have somebody deposit a check on their phone? I said, well, when's the last time you had a member come to the teller line and you had them pull their phone out and showed them how to deposit that check, right? Like we don't do those things to bring them along with us. And so I think we're going to see the, the self-service strategy continue to be a player um, in, in the mix of channels. And I think as we start drawing those things together and connecting those experiences, that it'll become even more important and, and popular uh, by, by adding additional transactions, allowing it to be in self-service 24 hours a day. Um, that, that's kind of the win. I don't think the technology itself is going to change all that much. So... So, I mean, yeah, maybe an unfair question. If everybody gets it all lined up, they have all the, the ITMs, the digital experience, everything connected, it's working seamlessly, it's easy, simple for the member. Uh, now, here's the million dollar question. Uh, big banks already can do this. So right. now the question is, is how are they gonna differentiate themselves? Didn't they just right. make themselves not any different? That, that's, uh, that's a tough question to answer. You're right, I, you know, I think, I think ITMs have always allowed smaller FIs to compete with the big banks. I mean, if you truly want to invest in that technology and spread your locations, be more accessible, go extended hours, you, you never could do that with brick and mortar to compete with the large money centers, right? That was never going to happen. Uh, with technology, you possibly could. Um, but, but once everybody gets to that point of, of it is just an ATM, right? Every, nobody's going to build a branch without an ATM today. Uh, I would, I would hope that there's a day in the future where nobody builds a branch without an ITM. But, um, once it gets to that point, then you come back to your earlier comments, Josh, what, why are we in this? What's, what's the experience? How do I, how do I drive a unique experience, uh, at that channel? So I, I don't have the answer for that, but, but I think that's what it's going to come back to. I'm not sure why anybody would build a branch today with a teller line. I, I tend to agree. I, I tend to agree. Yeah. But, but again, traditional channels. Joe probably would. Joe probably would. <laughs> I'm actually, I want an only teller line branch. Those are teller only. I'm only doing teller transactions. Only yeah. teller line. <laughs> I, I am, I will go on record. I am pro teller. There you go. 
There you go. All right, well, Josh, we'll let you off the hot seat here. Um, you know, folks only took a handful of things away. It sounds like ITMs are an enabling technology. We're to enhance the, the member experience, create a connected experience for people. And this is, is one way to enhance all of the channels to bring more transparency uh, to the member experience. And, and, and Absolutely. All of that. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that sounds great. I appreciate it. Well, hey, thanks again for being a guest. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. This has been Credit Union Joe is Disrupted with Josh.